What's up, squad? Good to see you. Happy Monday. Kind of been a slow news weekend, but we'll cover a few things today. Maybe chat for a few minutes towards the end. Um, if you guys missed the whiteboard, check into uh, Badlands Media tomorrow for my uh, Conscious Strength episode. I did uh, quite a bit of recording today, filming for tomorrow's episode. Going to be covering uh, posture corrective exercise talking about muscular imbalances and postural distortion distortions different syndromes and whatnot so uh good information in that one that'll be out at noon eastern tomorrow on badlands media and then yes on thursday i'll be heading out to arizona for the badlands media conference this weekend so i'll be streaming tonight wednesday will be the last stream this week and then I'll get back next week and back to streaming. So um, be about a week without uh, without any streams. But I'll still be uploading videos, vlogs, videos I take there, things and whatnot. So uh, a couple Substack articles I'll be working on too this weekend, releasing while I'm gone. Anyway, guys, without further ado, shout out to the sponsor for today's show, which is myself, my own brand, Conscious Strength. Um, Go check out the website, by the way, ConsciousStrength.net. I've got a blog section on there, bunch of info blogs. I put up a video page there too, so I got some YouTube, uh, Rumble videos as well. The videos that YouTube doesn't allow on there, we'll have to go and Rumble. And then you can support the work I do, the podcast I do, by checking out the products on there, the Myco Coffee is definitely my best seller. People love it. I've been getting great feedback about it. Uh, also got curcumin on there, anti-inflammatory curcumin, Ormus. A lot of people swear by this stuff and oregano oil, colloidal silver. Other stuff on ContraStrength.net as well. So link for that will be below. And then um, if you have a business or you're looking to start a business and you need a company to process payments for your business and you don't want to get stuck with some big tech company that could shut down your payments, shut down your ability to uh, process cards at any moment, right? For political reasons or whatever you see on the internet, go check out One Source Solutions. A link for this will be in the description underneath this video. The website is trustonesource.com. Awesome local business. I know the person that runs this company. They will never cancel you or cancel your business for political reasons or whatever. And whatever it is, whether you're a plumber, chiropractor, an electrician, you run a nail salon, you process payments on the internet for any business of yours, or you run a brick and mortar shop, uh, these guys can help you process payments, take cards, and solid company, solid folks. So give them a call or contact them if you uh, need their help. They got you covered and let them know you heard about them on my podcast too. And it helps, helps us out, helps me out. So, okay, let's get into today's stories. So I guess this is the top story of the day. Like I said, kind of a slow news day. So uh, we'll be just covering a variety of stuff in this one. But the Justice Department had a news conference today. And the topic of their news conference was arrests that they made in New York City, two arrested for allegedly operating a legal Chinese police station in New York. So we kind of heard about this a few months ago that the CCP was operating these like satellite police stations all across North America in Canada and in uh, the US. And it looks like the DOJ is actually doing something good for once? I don't know. But two arrested New York for operating a a police station for China in Chinatown, New York. You know, like keeping tabs on their CCP moles in the country, I guess. But, uh, you know, two arrested. Probably a lot more where that came from. Go check out what's going on in... I don't know, San Francisco, LA, Seattle. <laughs> Probably way worse there than on the East Coast. But yeah, I'm sure that there's a heck of a lot more than that. 
in Canada as well. Uh, and then this was interesting to me over the weekend. I'm keeping eyes on this one because I think there's going to be a lot of attacks against free speech social media in the coming months. So the Wall Street Journal released this article. Headline here says, Social media account overseen by former Navy non-commissioned officer helped spread secrets. And basically the whole point of this article is focusing on this Telegram account that had 60,000 followers. So it wasn't a big Telegram account by any means. Um, it, it wasn't massive. It was, you know, 60,000 followers. That's a good-sized Telegram account, but there's plenty out there that are far bigger. The thing that happened is that this Telegram account that was ran by a former Navy electronics warfare chick stationed out of Whidbey Island, Washington State, so she shared those classified documents about Ukraine that leaked a couple of weeks back, right? That the guy, that 20-year-old got arrested for because he allegedly is the one that leaked them. The chick that runs his Telegram account, profiled here by the Wall Street Journal, all she did was share the documents. This chick had no contact with that 20-year-old kid that they say leaked the documents. No contact with him. Didn't have any, anything to do with the leaking of the documents. All this Telegram account did was forward screenshots of them. Yet, here's a huge profile about, oh my gosh, social media accounts on Telegram. Telegram bad, et cetera, et cetera. And then you couple this with, uh, by the way, here's a Substack article I put out yesterday asking the question, was the Pentagon document leak a CIA PSYOP to justify regulation of free speech social media? I think so. Um, you couple this Wall Street Journal profile with this NBC article that came out last week. By the way, this NBC article came out before they even arrested the 20-year-old kid for allegedly leaking the documents. But the headline of this NBC article that came out last week says, U.S. intel agencies may change how they monitor social media chat rooms after missing leaked U.S. documents for weeks. So yeah, I would venture to guess that this whole Pentagon document leak about Ukraine thing is probably a freaking CIA psyop with 20-year-old kid as the fall guy. And you can't even say it was a well-crafted psyop. This shit was like sloppily thrown together <laughs> and put out. Um, but yeah, no doubt. It looks like it's being used to justify regulation of free speech social media. They're going after... Um, I mean, you look at the Wikipedia entry for this Pentagon document leak. Where is it? Here, I have a screenshot. Here it is. 2023 Pentagon document leaks. This is from the Wikipedia entry for it. And it says, In April 2023, two sets of classified documents from the United States began circulating on Twitter, Telegram, and 4chan. Twitter, Telegram, and 4chan. What? Why are they highlighting only those three? Probably because... These are some of the only free speech platforms we have at the moment. Free speech, don't censor. The Chans, Telegram, Twitter. Twitter's been enduring a lot of attacks recently. It's like every other day they're going after Elon Musk for something, claiming hate speech is all over Twitter now that Elon bought it. Anti-Semitism is rising on Twitter after Elon purchases it. Um, they're also going after Truth Social, too. So, this was from over the weekend. The way that they attack Truth Social is just trying to smear it as being empty. Nobody's on Truth Social. Or this hit piece said, Trump is losing money on Truth Social. Truth Social is a, you know. Or QAnoners. Only QAnoners use Truth Social as... 
those are the angles that they take to attack True Social. But basically, it's the three T's. Telegram, Twitter, and True Social. Those are all the uh, the deep state is making those platforms out to be the boogeyman right now. Twitter bad because Elon. True Social bad because Orange Man. Telegram bad because documents leak on it. Pro-Russians are on Telegram. Ah. So anyway, um, eyes on or eyes on their attacks on Twitter, Telegram, and True Social. And then also, there's a lot of their eyes on Telegram as well. So they're, they're watching. They're definitely watching. And that being said, you know, got to be very careful if you, you know, if you have a channel or you have an account on Telegram or True Social, there's going to be fed boys. There's going to be fed boys in the comments with with calls to violence. I see that all the time on Telegram. You get some sock puppet looking anonymous telegram account putting out just violent comments ah we need to take up arms ah civil war is coming ah we need to get violent and all this all sorts of stuff i see it on true social here and there too um and then twitter there's a lot of a lot of psyops being waged on twitter right now not just from the left wing there's always been left-wing bots and influence operations going on from the left-wing side of the deep state spectrum, but also the right-wing, like conservative ink, conspiracy, clickbait, psychological warfare. That's also being waged heavily on Twitter, too. Bo- both sides, they're going after. I mean, each platform, they conduct different psychological operations, different information warfare depending on the platform, because there's different demographics on each platform, right? So on True Social, there's like no liberals on True Social. It's all conservatives, MAGA base. So their psyops on True Social are different than they hit with Twitter, where Twitter's a more diverse crowd. Telegram, Telegram's just overloaded with bot spam, crypto scammers. You know, so each each platform is its own unique monster that you have to know how to navigate. And yeah, Fed boys on all of them though, just using different angles. Wouldn't be shocked if we get more classified document leaks on these platforms, just to uh, you know plant. It's like it's like the cops sprinkling the crack. In the guy's car, just to arrest him. That's what they're doing to us on social media. Sprinkling crack in our comment sections just to arrest us. Uh, Okay, next story. On to Twitter. So, (laughs) guys. Let's go lick the world. So, more fake news outlets are getting labeled as government-funded media on Twitter which is glorious, which is absolutely glorious. Last week, it was NPR, and NPR threw a big uh, hissy fit. Oh, no, my button didn't work. What? That one did. Okay. NPR threw a big hissy fit, getting labeled government-funded media. Then PBS got labeled government-funded media. They threw a hissy fit. Now the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, CBC, got labeled as government-funded media, which they are, by the way, which they are. And now CBC quits Twitter because they got labeled government-funded media. Didn't CBC get, like, a shitload of money from the Canadian government during the COVID years? Like, millions? More than even NPR or PBS did? (laughs) Latest move by Twitter to stamp public broadcasters with designations. Elon's just making all the fake news quit Twitter. Okay, bye. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Fake news. Yeah, this is great. And then um, tonight, Elon is going to be on Tucker Carlson's show. 
might even be premiering like right now or already out, but Elon Musk sits down with Tucker, reveals new details regarding government access to Twitter in the interview with Tucker Carlson. Here's a clip, short clip. The degree to which uh, various government agencies had effectively had full access to everything that was going on on Twitter uh, blew my mind. Um, I was not aware of that. Would that include people's DMs? Uh, yes. Yes! The government had full access to what was going on on Twitter, and that included DMs. So hopefully none of y'all shared any uh, dick pics in your Twitter DMs. <laughs> yeah. Go Elon. Uh, all right, onward from this. Let's see. Ooh, this one. This one came out last week, so it's a few days old, but I have yet to report on it in a video or in a stream. And the media is silent, absolutely silent on this issue, as opposed to some more like alternative or foreign media, as I have to reference here, Russia Today. But check this out. Declassified Guantanamo court filings suggests some... 9-11 hijackers were CIA agents. Basically, it details how some of these Saudi intelligence assets were actually, and also, being influenced or leveraged by the CIA. They weren't just Saudi-connected folks, but they were also being leveraged by the CIA. And in the FBI's investigation of 9-11, the CIA did not tell the FBI that. They tried to brush that convenient fact under the rug. So, a few more details on this. Let's read the article. An explosive court filing from the Guantanamo Military Commission, a court considering the cases of defendants accused of carrying out the 9-11 terrorist attacks in New York, has seemingly confirmed the unthinkable unthinkable maybe to the normies but to us very thinkable uh the document was originally published via a guantanamo bay court document but while public it was completely redacted independent researchers obtained an unexpurgated copy non-redacted copy it is an account by the commission's lead investigator dea veteran don canistrero of his personal probe of potential Saudi government involvement in the 9-11 attacks. Two of the hijackers were being closely monitored by the CIA and may, wittingly or not, have been recruited by Langley, CIA, long before they flew planes into the World Trade Center buildings. So there's some more story on that. Um, I, I came across these documents over the weekend, actually, and I was reading direct the documents directly. So, definitely some interesting shit. <laughs> some definitely interesting shit. And yes, the the mainstream American media is absolutely not reporting on this. So, there, there's a lot more details in this article. I'm not going to read through the rest. You can find it on your own. Uh, I'll also... I'll also head to Telegram after I'm done streaming here and share the the actual court documents so you can read some of those. Definitely interesting. That's for damn sure. Chat says, I'm starting to think we can't trust the CIA. Huh. Yeah. Hell no. Till the no, no, no. Hell till the no. Thank you, Porpoiseful and Maven on Foxhole for uh, those gold pills. Appreciate the tips, guys. Okay, our next article, Jim Jordan doing some more good work. Congressional probe uncovers tie between Biden campaign and the security letter dismissing Hunter Laptop. If you remember that letter... From October 2020, when the, what, 50 intelligence officials signed letter calling Hunter Biden's laptop Russian disinformation or whatever. You remember that. And all the 
worst of the worst signed that shit. You had John Brennan and, you know, speaking of CIA, bunch of ex-CIA directors and all that. Anyway, Jim Jordan, aided by two Obama-era witnesses... Jim Jordan has developed the first evidence that a letter from security experts that falsely dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop as Russian disinformation during the 2020 election had ties to Joe Biden's presidential campaign. Um, Yeah. So before Biden was even president, before he was even illegitimately elected, Joe Biden's presidential campaign was in contact, connected to these former intelligence officials that painted the Hunter Biden laptop as being Russian disinformation. Interesting. So Jim Jordan is going to lay out the evidence and the players behind the letter later this month in a report. So expect to see more information on all this in a couple of weeks. That might be why Joe Biden is hiding right now. He was in Ireland last week. He's been back from Ireland for like four days, three, four days. And in those three or four days, last weekend, he took a vacation to the beach. And today, it wasn't even 9 a.m. before the White House wrapped things up for the day, called the lid. So he's been hiding for almost a week now. Joe Biden hasn't been seen since last week. Big surprise. They better be running brain scans on the fella, making sure he's okay. Uh, And also, White House threatens to veto GOP bills, reversing D.C. police reforms, and restricting transgender athletes. House Republicans plan to bring these two measures to the floor early this week. Of course, when you hear police reforms, that means defund the police. And when you hear restricting transgender athletes, that means not letting dudes play in women's leagues, you know, kind of as it should be. And it looks like Biden's going to veto those things, so... Great. Great. Good job, DC. Good job, these little liberal cities. Let's check in on a couple other liberal cities. What's happening in Los Angeles? Well, mobs in Compton. Who would have thunk? We had a mob at a convenience store. Dude, this this so this is in LA. Let's get the footage up here. A video into our newsroom shows hundreds of people crowding in Arco near Central and Alondra. After smashing the door, dozens of looters flooded into the store, grabbing anything they could. L.A. Sheriff's deputies tell us there were thousands of dollars worth of merchandise stolen and a thousand more in damages. This as deputies deal with numerous street takeovers throughout the city. Deputies say they couldn't intervene because of safety concerns as they were very outnumbered. Only one arrest was made last night related to those takeovers. One arrest. They were outnumbered. That's what happens when you have George Soros-funded district attorneys and defund the police movements. You get mobs. Good job, California. Good job, Gavin Newsom. I mean, you hear about these, what, we had Whole Foods. By the way, thank you for the gold pills, Sean Joe, Casey, Maven. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah. You hear about Whole Foods in San Francisco shut down because of crime. Probably a bunch of shit on the sidewalk in front of the building, too. In Chicago, I think a few Walmarts recently shut down in Chicago. Uh, A handful of them. Because they were losing 
millions of dollars worth of merchandise. So the same thing as Whole Foods in San Francisco. There were, too much stealing was going on, too much looting. So closed down. Some Walmarts closed down in Chicago because they were losing too much. Too much shoplifting going on. And then I think the... I think the mayor of Chicago was throwing a bitch fit and saying that Walmart was like anti-black or, uh, you know, this is, this is where all the black people go to buy their goods. So Walmart is, is stressing out the black community by shutting down some shit like that. Chat says, uh, Portland shut down both downtown Walmarts. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't hear about that one. <laughs> right? The Chicago mayor was, like, calling Walmart racist or something like that for shutting down these, <laughs> these Walmarts. Too much shoplifting was going on. And then I got the mob in L.A. Oh, here's another one in Chicago. There was a big old riot of teens, like hundreds of youngins, hoodlums, hundreds of hoodlums held a riot. Guns were shot off. They were jumping on cars. Yeah, as the Gateway Pundit here writes, basically doing everything to confirm Walmart's decision this month to close half of their money losing Chicago stores. Good job, Chicago. This is why people are getting out of the big cities. I can tell you that. And then what's New York doing about it? Oh, look, robot dogs. Who needs human police officers when we can just build robocops, robo-dog cops? <laughs> yeah. Is this real life? What is happening here? Only a matter of time before they put rifles on these things. Gun control activists go crazy. Yeah, how about no? It's a $75,000 robot dog. <laughs> it's designed to perform inspections in dangerous areas and monitor construction sites. It's a public safety tool. <sighs> Speaking of gun control, what's Biden doing? Oh, pushing for smart guns. Smart guns? Oh, man. Are my dumb guns dangerous? So during the campaign, presidential campaign, back in like 2019, 2020, Biden was pushing for smart guns. Today, we have the technology to allow authorized users, only authorized users, to fire a gun. For example, existing smart gun technology requires a fingerprint match before use. Biden believes we should work to eventually require that 100% of firearms sold in the U.S. are smart guns. Biden pushes smart guns as solution for gun violence during primary debate. And then here is in the media two days ago, fingerprint activated nine millimeter handgun coming to market. Smart gun uses your fingerprint or facial recognition to unlock it to fire. It's called the BioFire smart gun. Is expected to hit the market next year. Some believe that when it does, it could significantly help curb the gun crisis we're facing in this country. Yeah, what's this thing going to cost? Oh, look, $1,500. You could buy like three or four Glocks for that price. Y'all yeah, pass. I'll keep my dumb gun. Thank you. The fingerprint lock system can unlock with the owner's fingerprint in under a second. But you could be in a situation where 
milliseconds matter. So you got boop, sit there. One Mississippi. Okay, I can shoot now. And then obviously, if, you know, your friend with a smart gun gets incapacitated, you don't have any weapon to defend yourself with. You got some mob in Chicago coming after you. Or wherever, then what are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do? You're screwed. <laughs> uh, dumbass world. All right, a few more things left here, guys. Uh, on to the transgender agenda. Saturday Night Live. Nothing I need to say about Saturday Night Live. You guys know all about Saturday Night Live. Woke, low IQ activists masquerading as comedians. And obviously, they're not even funny. They don't write their own shit. They got teams of writers that come up with their jokes for them. And they're not even good jokes. So, anyway, SNL goes all in on supporting mutilating and transgendering children. They have a non-binary cast member going around about protecting trans kids. Here is the clip with your... We'll give them the cringe award of the day. How about that? Gonna play for us? Maybe not. For far too long, and I'm starting to feel like a freaking Republican lawmaker. Hello! That's an awesome transition. So, as of this week, <laughs> there are now over 14 states that have passed bills restricting health care for trans kids. Listen to that, Michael. Yeah. Restricting health care for kids. It's not health care because it's not like they're in ill health. It's not like they're dying. It's more of a, I mean, how do you describe it? Optional, preferential care. It's not health care. Kids can't go get tattoos till they're 18. What, 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 why isn't gen gender, transgendering different? The way they phrase it as if these kids would die if they don't get injected with testosterone or estrogen or castrating drugs or their fucking whatever the hell surgeries that they go through, right? Mastectomies. It's not, it's not healthcare. For some reason, there's something about the word trans that makes people forget the word kids. If you don't care about trans kids' lives, it means you don't care about freaking kids' lives. Wow, wow. No. I can, uh, I can tell you're really upset about that. I am, and also, my legs are going numb and I might pass out. Oh, Molly, how long were you hanging up there? Longer than I would have liked. Uh, I tried to call down, but no one could hear me. You know, at one point, I heard a crew guy say, is she gonna die up there? And then another guy was like, you mean, are they going to die up there? And then they both walked away. Because you look at the size of her, and she kind of looks like two people, so... I don't blame the guy. I would call her a they, too. It didn't help! <laughs> Which feels a lot like how trans people are being treated right now. But don't worry, we have a code word for emergencies, and it was trans rights. <laughs> oh my gosh! Good golly! Uh, that was the code for confetti! <laughs> My bad, bud. That was so loud. Well, yeah, people need to wake up. We are making trans kids grow up too fast. We should be keeping them safe, and we need to lift them up. Well, not, not me, them. <laughs> I mean the kids. <laughs> Jay, they got my pronouns right. Let's go. Okay, that's enough of that. I will spare you guys the bleeding of the ears from listening to that. Uh... Although, something more funny here. So, a guy from uh, the Gateway Pundit seems to forget who this dude is. He uh, He's on the Full Send podcast, I think. This guy, I don't know his name, but 
I think he's on the Full Send podcast. He pulls this stunt where he takes his dog into a vet and he asks the vet the vet clinic to get a transgender trans a gender transition for his dog. It's it's actually pretty great. We want him to do like a gender transition to, to him being female. But we don't want to neuter him. Have you seen this question? So no, we're, we're just filming a documentary for his transition. No, no, the, you guys don't offer sex no. changes here. That would be, yeah. Those are the specials. It's very transphobic. What do you mean? explain to you. So basically, like, right? It's a male dog, but I got, I got, I got. But every time, if we put him, if we put a tutu in front of him, he'll put it on right away. We are not a behavioral. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that behavior. We were saying gender identity is is behavioralism. No, no. I want you to leave. This is my property. I want to leave the premises. Okay. I'm gonna show you for trespassing if you continue staying. So we. We can't do a gender transition. I'm just telling you, you gotta leave the property. I'm recording this to the LGBTQ plus minus two resources. Where are you like? We want to do a gender transition. Uh, I want to get a gender transition for my dog. <laughs> Every time we put a tutu on in front of him, he, he like puts it on. So we want to. That's pretty great. All right, two more things, guys. Number one, remember on Wednesday. We've got congressional UFO hearings. By the way, I told you guys about this last week. Reminding you again, the mainstream media is running more PR pieces for it, I guess. Um, The Hill writes 10 key questions for this week's historic UFO hearing. Historic hearing. It's going to be a giant freaking nothing burger. I guarantee you. We're, we're going to learn a whole lot of nothing from it. It's headed by Kirsten Gillibrand, by the way, our favorite Nexium sex cult New York senator. And yeah, uh, whatever. So anyway, just expect more distraction, nothing burger, limited hangout, watered down, boring, soft disclosure pieces like this this week from the media. And then The Atlantic with our... Holy shit, you can't be kidding me award of the day. This is in their May issue. They put this article out over the weekend. Nutrition science's most preposterous result. Studies show a mysterious health benefit to ice cream. Back in 2018, a Harvard doctoral student was presenting his research on the relationship between dairy foods and chronic disease. One of his studies led him to an unusual conclusion. Among diabetics, eating half a cup of ice cream a day was associated with a lower risk of heart problems. If you're diabetic, eat half a cup of ice cream a day and you're going to lower your risk of heart problems. Bro. You can't be serious. But apparently they are. Apparently they are. <laughs> oh, good God. All right. All right. Whoa, what's up, guys? It's even better for you with bacon sprinkles. That's right. And cure cancer with that. Where'd that come from, the CDC? I bet Pfizer wrote that for him. Oh, yeah, you took your son to the doctor to get his fingers cut off. Same thing. I want to identify as a fingerless human. Can you help me with that, Doc? Can you cut these off for me?
someone funded that study for Joe Biden. <laughs> the ice cream study. Joe Biden loves his Jenny's ice cream. You know that ice cream company that he loves to stop at? It's called Jenny's Ice Cream with one N. J-E-N-I, I think. Um, not only does Joe Biden eat there often, but Nancy Pelosi loves to eat her Jenny's ice cream. You know why? Because the woman that owns Jenny's ice cream, look her up, she... She might not be anymore, but a couple years ago, last time I looked it up, she was on the board of directors for the less for a foundation that Les Wexner started. Jeffrey Epstein's good buddy, Les Wexner. So there's probably a reason why Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi eat Jenny's ice cream all the time. Just a little, just a little code, little, little coded message there. Cause Jenny's got connections to Les Wexner, who's got connections to Jeffrey Epstein. What the hell is up with Jenny's ice cream? Oh yeah, there's a reason Biden ate there. Where to go off grid? You're looking around. Um, you mean like in the U.S.? I'd check out. Well, I'd check out Western Montana or Northern Idaho. Winters can be cold, but a lot of lot of land you can uh, explore. Utah might not be bad either. I'm partial to the West, Western US. Um, but I don't know, maybe you could check out West Virginia or Tennessee or something. I don't know. Don't know that area too much. You could check out Oregon, but you're gonna have to deal with Oregon government. Although, yeah, I mean, plenty off-gridding you can do in Oregon and Washington. Winters are going to be easier. Climate's more manageable. You can grow a bunch of stuff. Water's easier to come by than Utah, Idaho, or Montana. But you just got the politics to deal with. Granted, I mean, if you're off-gridding, then you're kind of like, the point is to be away from people. So maybe, you know, maybe you don't have to worry about the politics. Chat says, Oregon won't allow things like composting toilets. They don't gotta know. Raise and grow all my own food is a dream come true. Yeah, a lot of people are getting more into homesteading and permaculture and gardening, which is great, which is awesome. Be self-sustaining. Have the skills to grow some food, live off the land as nature intended, as it should be.
Chat says you're getting beaten down and on the endless psyops. Stay strong, bro. You get to a point where you realize that this world is just a psyop of many psyops. You just can't escape it, so you gotta learn to live with it. I mean, what, what in life isn't a psyop? Depending on your definition of it. Friggin' everybody's trying to mind manipulate everybody else. For better or for worse. For one reason or another. Everybody's got their own frickin' biases. And their own... Angles that they're trying to... Tell the world. Friggin' egg. Gotta learn to detach. Learn from the Stoics. In Washington, they can groom and transport kids all behind the parents' back. Oh yeah, I, I saw that Senate bill they're trying to roll through. Where kids can run away from home because of transgenderism. And then CPS doesn't even have to call the kid's parents. It's insane. And then Washington State is going like full gun control too. Sounds like something someone running a PSYOP would say. Someone donated an ice cream on DLive. <laughs> I see what you did there. DLive calls their, their donation levels, like different forms of food, lemons and ice cream or whatever. <laughs> Someone just donated an ice cream on DLive. Funny. Appreciate it. You can arrest parents who refuse to mutilate their children. Basically. Like, mm, yeah. I don't want my, like, 12-year-old injecting, mm, like, estrogen and or testosterone in their body. So, we're going to prevent that. But 12-year-old gets brainwashed by TikTok. Groomed by their elementary school teacher. No, Dad. I want the testosterone shots. I can't even spell testosterone, and I don't even know what it is. But I want it. Clown world.
Alright, chat. Good talk. Appreciate you guys. Um, I'm gonna finish this up for the evening. We're approaching an hour. Chat's slowing down a little bit. I was a little late tonight. The stream, my bad. I'll be on time on Wednesday. Um, yeah. Badlands Media tomorrow, noon Eastern, nine specific. Check for the Conscious Strength Show. Appreciate all you guys and your support. Whether it's on Locals, Buy Me a Coffee, Subscribe Star, a supplement brand, Substack, whatever it is. Thank you guys. And thank you guys for your uh, donations during the stream here. I'll see you guys on Wednesday for the Wednesday night stream. Aside from that, I'll see what kind of uh, shenanigans I can get into this weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. See you Wednesday. You have a kick-ass week.